Jokic is the best basketball player in the world. Jokic is the best Dude, basketball insane. player in the world. He has been Dude, the best basketball watch... player in the world for the past three years. Did they watch him play in the playoffs last year? Did they watch any of the playoff games? Oh, he should have won the MVP. Cause we way too high for you. Tripping like we got too much Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to another rendition of the Bros and the Berg podcast. I know you missed us. Don't worry. We're back. Just a little siesta. We had some busy stuff going on in our lives. If you're joining us for the first time, however, welcome. We appreciate you tuning in. My name is Ryan Doyle. I'm the co-host of this lovely podcast, joined by the gentleman in the backwards hat, the other co-host, Robbie Bergstone, and the one with the big head, forwards hat, makes this whole shindig run. Our executive producer, Connor Doyle, Dude, round of applause head. for him. He does, he does have a big fucking head. He's a massive cranium. The date of recording this podcast is the beautiful October 17th in the middle of probably one of the best sports weeks of the year. Playoff baseball, middle of NFL and college football season. Hockey started, basketball's right around the corner, and just so much more. Connor, what are we starting off with today? So as you said, there are there are many sports to cover right now, but uh, the first thing we're doing is... Not covering any of them because we're gonna we're gonna do, yeah. a, we're gonna do a little game. Damn straight. Uh, we did this game last time and I really enjoyed it and I thought it was really funny. Um, so we're gonna do it again. Basically, what we did last time is that we uh, had to say the same player at the same time and we kept going through it and you get. I think we maxed it out at ten tries. Um, so basically, you're gonna say a player and then if you, you try to get closer and closer and closer until you finally get it, it's a pretty easy game. I mean, if you don't uh, don't pick it up now, I promise you will very soon. So uh, who who wants to participate first in this? Who, who well, what, was, what was our best score last time? I think it was you two. You got three. it in like three. We yeah, it in three, that was yeah. really Connor, impressive. Yeah. You we and got I got to go. Nash. Connor, you and I got to go again. I think you guys go last. I think you guys got to go know, last no, as the reigning champs. Go. You you want to go I, first? That's fine. God, I'm I'm, I'm trying to give you your he's, props. I'm giving I'm giving really you honors. Upset. You know, that's true. Thanks, thanks for that. That's really sweet. Yeah, sorry. So I think so. Robbie, should it be you and me first this time since it was you and Ryan first last time? That that works for me. All right, all right, I'm ready. I got one already. I'm geared. I'm locked. He's geared, apparently. Indeed. All right, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Pick him. Lawrence Taylor. Sammy Sosa. That's not, it's not great. It's not great. It's not, not ideal. It's not, it's not awesome. <laughs> okay. Lawrence oh, okay. Taylor and Sammy Sosa. <laughs> okay. Pretty simple premise for our new viewers. They just try to guess the same player. Indeed. And they try to get closer and closer to that player with every round, and they see how quickly they can get it. Starting off with LT and Sosa, it's gonna gonna take a little bit to get these these gentlemen together. So we'll we'll see if they can get it. All right, round two, we got three, two, one. Pick them, Mark McGuire. Albert Pujols. Okay, that's that's that not bad. Was very good that's, actually. That's <laughs> not bad. That's we're, we're now officially on the same team. I'm yeah. a casual. We're <laughs> now officially on the same team, Connor. Oh, God. I, I, I personally, I feel like there's just one way to go. One guy I, to I, go to. I have a name in my mind. I don't know baseball. I, I, just, I should not have gone baseball with Connor. That was probably a bad decision. 
You know, you know that you know this guy. My fault. You know this guy. Are you ready? All right, round three. Three, two, one. Pick him. Nelson Cruz. Who? I said Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's not where I thought we were going with this gentleman. Did you not think that's where I was going either? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I just thought of somebody. Holy crap. Okay, it wouldn't have been. Okay. Okay, okay. Good. all right. Good. I'm there, I think. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, round four, three, yeah. two, one. Pick them. Yadier oh, Molina? Goldschmidt. That's uh, where I would have gone. That's where Goldschmidt? I would have gone, Rob. After the Wainwright. Goldschmidt's on the Cardinals, isn't he? Or am I tripping? He was he at was? one point. I can't remember if he's still there or not. Just a random pick. So yeah, what, what did you say, Rob? Yadier Molina? Can... Yeah. I, that was the correct pick after Wainwright. Okay, I'm just Fucking all right. Balls. I'm I'm gonna be 100 honest. Rob. I'm throwing out a random, random. He's not he's not a random, but it's a random name. That, that's just not that's just not helpful. I mean, unless you're gonna uh, you're just gonna get you off baseball. Don't know. That's, that's that's where my that's where my brain is at. Yeah. Okay. All right. Round round five, and we're switching sports. So this is just a tough scene for the gentleman. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Three, two, one. Pick him. Sam Bradford. Howard. That's <laughs> I tried to say in the same city at least. Like Sam Bradford played for the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, I, just, so, I just I just I named random people. Way too logical for Connor. I mean, he just <laughs> literally pulled what he found out of his ass, and that's what he went with. You okay. said Dwight Howard. Yes, <laughs> it's Sam Bradford. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay, not, yeah. it's not. It's not good. great, Jim. All right, but Connor, we're getting we're getting late. I'm gonna I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to you. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yep. That's just table talk, but alas. Yeah, that, it's all right. or wait, that's I think well, after after round five, a little bit of table talk is allowed. <laughs> okay. All right. We can we can make that amendment. All right. Round right into round six. Still on a different on a different sport again. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll see how this goes. Three, yeah. two, one. Pick up. Shaquille O'Neal. That's just. I just don't <laughs> believe that. Mean. I just simply. <laughs> We need what? Clutch. We need the officials to review that one. We need, we need the VAR on that. Hey, what's, wrong? Um, what's wrong with that? It was all above the table, man. It was all above the what, table. Huh? I can't wait to watch that one back and just <laughs> see how slow you two jokers said Shaquille O'Neal. I was going Shaquille O'Neal the whole way. Dwight Howard and the other Magic Center is Shaquille O'Neal. That's where your yeah. mind goes. I, mean, I almost, I almost went with. Uh, I couldn't remember his name, but who was the guy that was on Dwight Howard's team when they made the finals? The like Eastern European guy. Uh, Richard Lewis, no, no, Eastern Richard Eastern Lewis. Um, I'm trying to think of that team. Uh, Hito Turkoglu, yeah, yeah, Turkoglu, it's not Peja. I know, I, know I, I had Peja in my mind, I knew that wasn't right. Connor, I know NBA like, 2K11 know, rosters. Connor's like, I know ball, <laughs> I know that team, but yeah, it's bad. All right, I guess it's yeah, uh, Turkoglu, so I was thinking, yeah, that's cool, baby. I guess it's Ryan and Robbie's turn. Um, okay. Robbie and I obviously had a very successful performance there, um, and I'm not going to hear otherwise. The the guy, the random that was going, not a random player. I was, but it was just random in, in comparison to what we were at. I was going to say Ichiro. I, I don't know why. That, we would have been, we would have been in deep shit if you said Ichiro. I, after you said Pujols and McGuire, I I thought Barry Bonds. I thought you guys were going to go sluggers. I, I thought about that too, mm-hmm. but I wasn't I wasn't sure if Connor was going to make that leap. But he said no, same he team, know. so I tried to think of a Cardinals player. Yeah, as like, soon as he said same team, you were fucked. 
because yeah, I, I got a next time. I got Cardinals a, players. I got a Goldschmidt next time. Uh, like after after Molina and Wainwright, I would, I would have been in a little bit of trouble. A little bit. Jason <laughs> Hayward, he played for the Cardinals for a little bit. There you go. All right. Uh, I guess it, it, it's your turn. So, gentlemen, ready? You have you have somebody in mind? Yes. Yeah. Right, three, two, one. Bryce Young. Clayton Kershaw. Yikes. Mm. <laughs> not, that's not ideal. It's not awesome. It's not awesome. Where, where, where do we go from there? That's very different. That's like it's it's really, really different. Yeah. <laughs> Opposite sides of the country, different yeah. sports. Yeah. Old the versus young. young. Old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> mm. All right. All right, no table talk yet. Let's <laughs> be there. Yep. yep. Three, two, one. Matthew Mark Ingram. Stafford. I, dude, I thought about it for a half second to say a Stafford. A quarterback and Clayton Kershaw. That dude. was like that was the meeting point right there. That was it. No, I was thinking because Stafford and Kershaw went to the same high school in that's Dallas. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was like. No, that's why I made that because like yeah. every time they like. Uh, Stafford's on during the playoffs. I was talking about him and Kershaw. So I'm like, a quarterback yeah. and like, you know, Clayton Kershaw, I, that's the middle point is Matthew Stafford. That was so, like yeah. the first name that went in my head. I'm actually upset that I didn't go for yeah, it. Man, I, I, I thought you might. I actually thought you might get there. So, so um, Stafford and Ingram. Stafford man, and Mark this is, Ingram. Mark Ingram. This is, this is, this is not great. <laughs> Three, two, one. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yes! Oh my God. <laughs> Yes. I came to you, baby. What's no, I, I thought I thought you might. I thought you might. I was like, I think he, I think you might come to me on that one. I'm gonna, so that's a tie. It is. There's a, the the record is tied currently. Good Unless stuff. Someone, yeah. Okay. So I guess it's it's Ryan and I's uh, the defending champs have to yep. to have to do it. Mm. All right, I'm mm. ready. You guys ready? I have, I've had somebody locked in. I'm oh, oh. Uh, I got two oh. guys in mind right now, but I'm going with one. You got a lot of guys in your mind, let's be honest. All right. Three. Rent free. Two. One. Barry Trace Sanders. McGrady. Yikes. Oh. Oh. You get you guys really just uh, get to Texas and just stay there, don't you? It's really it's what did I, I went out of the box. <laughs> now do I go to Connor? Or does he come to me? Okay, well, I got is, somebody. I got this somebody. is this will be interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. Three. Two, one. Ricky Williams. Lott. Okay, okay, okay. Connor, we're... <laughs> All right. All right. You ready? You got a got name? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm ready. Got it. All right. Connor knows Three, this. Two, one. Lester, Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes. <laughs> yes, baby, let's go. <laughs> God, it's so clutch to have played NFL Street together when we grew up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, Connor went right to NFL Street after my first pick, and then we we locked in because he said LT at the first, Early, the first yeah, round. So that's what's yeah. like. Okay, that's what I'm gonna go to. That's what's where Connor's head is at. Is NFL yeah, Street? Yeah, Street. Oh, what a game! Red what a game again with all the guys. So uh, in, in in the case of a tie, um, champions advantage. So Ryan and I do retain on two. I on think that's fair. I'll I'll give you that. Like, Ryan and I had a shot at two. We we had a shot at two, which is which is upsetting, but. I remember he almost said he almost said Stafford. He was that close. Uh, it was actually like no bullshit. The first name in my mind. I should have. I should have just gone with the gut. Wait, wait, yeah. Why did you say Mark Ingram? What was the top process? Same with Bama. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was it. 
Yeah, I did not. I, <laughs> that I, was the thought process. That was too deep for me. I did not. I, I did not. Been trophy was. winner like Bama kind of. St- there was a theme. There, I, I mean, there's only there's only three guys that you can go with four. Right. Four. So. Yeah. I always forget Ingram went to Alabama because I feel like he just gets overshadowed by so many he's of the like first Heisman movies. Trophy winner in the history of the University of Alabama, which That's is crazy. I mean. Yeah, and like nobody, I I just never remember that he played. He had a very good career, not great, yeah. but good. Yeah, hundred percent. He, um, he had a very. He reminds me of like Reggie Bush's career, like you know, one Heisman yeah. was a really good college player and like has been a very serviceable like running back in the NFL, but really hasn't been a star in the NFL. Yeah, but Robbie. Speaking of of Reggie Bush's Heisman, what? Should he have it? Yes. Oh, you're asking the USC fan if he should have it. Yeah, <laughs> he should have it. You mean for uh, like the shit that they do nowadays for free? Correct. Also, like, like when, when they got when they got in trouble for it. It was like kind of like even with the NCAA rules, then it was kind of like iffy. If like Reddy should have gotten as much trouble as he did. Yeah. And then now you can do it openly and like mm-hmm. not yep. get in trouble. Come on. Correct. Oh, look, Speaking the Phillies of- are winning. Speaking of the Heisman, oh. uh, speaking of college football, we're gonna before we get to uh, baseball because we will certainly get there. We're going to talk about college football. Um, that's our biggest thing. We're gonna we're gonna trim down on most of the sports today, uh, mostly because it is the week before the start of the NBA regular season, and we kind of wanted to do a deep dive into the NBA and what we think the season is gonna look like and where we think the standings are gonna fall out. So today's gonna be a basketball heavy podcast. We are gonna cover football and obviously the MLB playoffs currently, um, but they're gonna be shorter, more summarized, paraphrased. So we're gonna get into it here. I got one headline in terms of the college football stuff. Georgia All-American tight end Brock Bowers uh, was scheduled to have surgery on his uh, injured left ankle Monday, the school announced. So obviously that sucks for Georgia. For like a dynasty, he's like was potentially like first round pick mm-hmm. caliber. Yep. I mean, he just was getting absolutely fed. Um, hell of a player. It's a big loss for them. Huge yeah. loss for the for the Georgia offense as a whole. I mean, he was your go to guy when you needed someone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see who steps up for that offense. Um, I mean, I don't think their schedule is getting any harder. I think they'll be fine, but it's a it's a big loss. Hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get into the college football results from from week seven here, and like I said, it's gonna be shorter here. So I'm gonna go through some of the biggest ones, uh, arguably the most notable one, a top ten matchup between the two Pac-12 schools, Washington and Oregon, with Michael Penix and the Washington Huskies, yes, coming out on top, thirty-six to thirty-three. Uh, that uh, Washington, them boys. I think Robbie, didn't you predict it's, them as a? Uh, it's, it's Penix season, baby. I've it, been it, saying it, Connor. I've been whoa, saying whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been I've saying been, it. I've been saying it. No, because who picked them to go to the playoff? I, I don't think I don't this think you did, true. Connor. This is true. I'll give you that. Uh, great game, though. I mean, all yeah. the way through, back and forth. I think it was one of those games that no, you really didn't know who's going to win until the last whistle. You actually didn't. I mean, Oregon had a field goal to tie it and missed it. Um, being at home probably was the difference in this game. I think if you put them on a neutral field, like – you really don't know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. curious to see if they can both get back to the Pac-12 championship game. It's going to be tough. Um, 100%. Some good teams in the Pac-12 this year. So we'll see. But really, really good ball game. Yeah. The best Pac-12 has looked it, since. <laughs> yeah. Since Pete Carroll was coaching USC. Like, I don't think like, that's. Like, pre, predating the playoff. Like, pro- probably yeah. when Dennis Dixon almost won the Heisman at Oregon. Right, which was like 2008. Yeah, That's yeah. Usually years ago. there would be like maybe there'd be one, maybe mm-hmm. two good teams out of the Pac-12, but right now, I mean, you legitimately have three teams that are 
solidly top 10 with another three sprinkled that are top 20. So, mm-hmm. yeah, very, very solid. And then they're blowing it all up. So, there you go. Yeah. I saw something on ESPN. It was like the, the Pac-12 quarterback shaming us a, a farewell tour like no others. And I was like, that's very Legitimately. True. Actually, it's going to be interesting next year. Writing off. The conference is writing off into the sunset. Like, they actually. And it's um, Bo Nix season. It, no, it, it's Michael <laughs> Pinnick season. But Bo Nix had a chance to make it Bo Nix season. He did. He had a chance. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Um. <laughs> So continuing on here, we're just going to get this out of the way. Um, Alabama defeating Arkansas in a narrow victory, 24-21. to 21. What do we make of uh, the Crimson Tide's performance this past weekend, gentlemen? Took their foot off the gas. I mean, yeah. they, they absolutely could have put this game away in the middle of the third quarter and just got sloppy again. Um, first first half, Jalen Milrow looked great. I, I um, think he keeps improving. He just has to put it – he just has to keep putting it together. So the, and I keep saying looked great for the first three quarters and then just yeah. got fucking lazy. You know what? It, it, we don't need style points. We just got to keep winning. That's literally all that matters at this point is just keep winning football games because you'll get in the playoff if you win out. So that's that's all Georgia's doing. They're beating Vandy. They're letting Vandy score three scores on them. And uh, that was that was Vandy's first cover of the year, by the way. First that's time they've spread all year. Anchor, anchor fucking down. Anchor down for real. That's a, that's actually insane. Yep. Um, continuing on with the theme of um alma mater, so we'll talk about mine real quick. Oklahoma Damn State right, defeating. Uh, Kansas, thirty-nine to thirty-two. I predicted this in the uh, predictions that we did last week. I had a weird feeling coming into the game. I was like, I think we're gonna win. Like, I, I had a weird feeling. I was like, I think we're gonna win this game. Their starting quarterback isn't starting. Our offense oh, finally put to know that. Uh, yeah, he did not start. I'm, I'm a casual. My apologies. Did we probably would have lost? But well, he was uh, he was a super late scratch yeah. against. Oh, you were Texas. I forgot which one they they played. Texas. But he Texas. went through yeah. he went through warmups within right. the locker yeah. room, and it was like forty five minutes before a game time scratch. So yeah. there's something obviously still going on with him, and he's one of probably one of their most talented guy on offense. Um, so the current Big Twelve standings: the four new teams are currently occupying the basement. All four mm-hmm. of them are in the last place currently. That's that's yeah. pretty wild, actually. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Oklahoma State. A one-man show uh, with Ollie Gordon, who is our running back, with almost 300 yards between rushing and receiving yards. He And I keep telling people, I was like, and I'm not trying to hype him up too much, obviously, because he goes here. But dude is is a Derrick Henry archetype. Like, he literally is Derrick. If he was one click faster, like like slightly faster, he, he would be, I think he would have that sort of potential. It's Man actually. needs to unhitch the trailer sometimes. But I've seen him dribble multiple grown men's head off. Well, of I texted Connor not this past week and the weekend before, and like, I'm like, he just keeps stiff arming people. And it's really disrespectful, but I'm here for it. 100%. Um, but yeah, I mean, looks thankfully Alan Bowman, who's finally landed on a quarterback. What the hell, Gundy? Uh, he landed on him as a quarterback. He obviously it makes the offense a lot more comfortable to have a consistent quarterback. He's played well enough to obviously put us in good positions and stuff. Our secondary is atrocious. Our yeah. secondary is so bad. It's it's so bad. It's embarrassing. Um, but also Colin Oliver, who is one of our D linemen. Um, he every time you need him to make a stop on defense, he's there. Like every single time, it, it, this happens almost every game. Every game that we win, it's like he will disappear for the first three quarters. Not because like he's bad or anything, but usually because he's getting double teamed and so he can't really do much. But then when we're about to win and we need one last stop, he makes every single play on that drive. It's actually insane. He does it every single time that we're about to win. But 
thankfully, thankfully, we look like we're finally rolling a little bit more. Not that we're, you know, not that we're to the caliber of OU or, or Texas in the Big 12, but we I, we are better than I think what our first in, initial game showed us, um, and thanks to Ollie Gordon and, and consistent quarterback play. So I think we will be better. Not that we'll be great, but thankfully it won't be as bad of a year as I think a lot of Oklahoma State fans thought it would be after after the full, first full eligibility, hopefully on the way, you know? I mean, I realistically, I after being Kansas and Kansas State, sure. you guys are back to being the third best yeah. team of the Big 12 because of how bad the Big 12 is this year, but high in Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah, wrong. Hey, I mean, yeah, and we still play Cincy, UCF, BYU, and I mean, like you said, they're not they're not good this year, so right. we hopefully we right. should have wins wins there uh so yeah continuing on here another ranked matchup between number 10 usc and number 21 notre dame notre dame coming out on top 48 to 20 now gentlemen in our predictions i did we all predicted usc but i will say i'm not shocked at this result i'm not shocked that notre dame won i'm shocked that it was this big of a margin yeah, yep. I'm not at all surprised that Notre Dame won this game, but the fact that I mean, Caleb Williams was I mean as shut Three down picks. as you can get him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the USC defense is atrocious, and it, I mean it's the same thing you saw with Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. Like, he does not know how to coach defense for some reason, um, and they're just really, really bad. I mean, this Notre Dame team that's lost to Louisville last weekend. Like, yeah, this is not Louisville's this is not a very good Notre Dame team. Yeah, for and Notre Dame me. offense ne- didn't necessarily score 48 points is the fact that they had so many damn turnovers. I mean, Hartman right. didn't even throw for 150 yards. Yeah. Like, it was just the fact that USC was losing the field position battle all night, and they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, USC actually outgained them in total 302 yards to 251. Notre Dame had 251 yards of total offense and put up 48 points. And you lose by four touchdowns and you outgain them. Because they turned turn the ball over five times. That's five wild. times. Yeah. I didn't realize yep. they had 250 yards. Yeah, they, uh, the offense didn't even do anything special. They just lost a field position battle. Uh, continuing on here, number 12, North Carolina takes care of business against number 25, Miami, 41 to 31 there. Uh, we all call that one. Good job, fellas. Really knocking the Hurricanes right out of the top twenty-five. <laughs> right. So that's they a, they came in, said hello, and yeah, exactly departed. Adios. Another Pac-12, or I mean Pac-12 slash Big Ten. You know, Oregon State defeating UCLA thirty-six to twenty-four. Uh, Sco Beeves. Yeah. Good. Good yeah. rebound for them. They'd had a tough couple weeks. Uh, got yeah. one. Got one back. So that's good. Uh, and then a few upsets here. I think there were three top twenty-five upsets here. One I'm seeing right here: Missouri defeating Missouri, having a decent season. Missouri, Missouri looks pretty. Missouri good. should be undefeated. They should have beaten LSU. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I mean, Missouri. Six, Missouri is six and one. They host the Cox this upcoming week. And they're terrible. in the Mayor's Cup. There's a rivalry game there now. I don't know if you guys do that because they're both in yeah. Columbia, mm-hmm. Columbia, yeah. Missouri, and Columbia, South Carolina. So, got the so Mayor's Cup. Sh- they should win against two and four South Carolina. Then they go to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Sands Brock Powers. That could be a little bit spooky. That could, that could be fun. Because Missouri, last year, Missouri should have beat Georgia, if yes. we remember. Uh, Missouri is your mother's alma mater, Robbie. Is that correct? That is correct. There you go. Shout out to uh, Ms. Bergson. Uh, the, the one game I've been to at Georgia, Missouri was playing there, and they actually beat Georgia and Athens. So maybe I should go in a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. like how you guys come to Bedlam, right? Like how like how you guys are coming to Stillwater for uh, – OSU. 
Moving on here, Washington State getting their shit rocked against Arizona, forty-four to six. Wow. Yeah, Arizona playing well. They they gave USC a three overtime scare not too long ago as well. That was that forty man. What Wazoo? Uh, what what the hell? That's what I would classify as a shit pump. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that is that is for sure a shit pump. That's uh, that's unfortunate for for Wazoo. They're having a decent season, and then um, they're just falling apart a little bit here at the. Yeah, they got that big Oregon State win, lost two in a row since. Yeah, then. I know. Um, another one. I think this is the last, if I'm not mistaken, the last top twenty-five upset. Yes, it is. Um, Louisville, after coming off the win against Notre Dame, loses to Pitt, thirty-eight to twenty-one. Classic letdown game. Um, yep. Tales old as time. They put all their emotions into that Notre Dame game and could not get it done against. The Panthers, indeed. Uh, yeah. One other game I think we have to mention: not a top twenty-five upset, but an upset nonetheless. Colorado blowing a ginormous lead against the Stanford Cardinal to a um, very bad Stanford team. Very bad Stanford team. Twenty-nine zero at half, something like that. Yeah, shut out at halftime. Uh, yeah, Dion was less than pleased after the game. Can't blame but... him. <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, no, you no. cannot. 100%. Uh, so, yeah, that is our review for week seven. We're going to get into our preview for week eight, which consists of doing our pick em. Robbie has selected the matchups that we will be picking for this week. Uh, so, he's going to talk about that now. Yeah, quick, quick standing update from this past week. I actually got to do it in my head real fast right now. I'm bad. Uh, looks like Connor, Connor went three and two last week. Okay. Winning. That puts him to 20 and 15 overall. All right. That's all right. So you make money. He's coming back. Uh, I've been, I've been slacking lately. I had a nice, uh, Two and three week last week again. Mm-hmm. I think it's my third in a row. It's tough. Uh, we're twenty three and twelve. So, I'm catching so up Con- to you. I didn't realize I was yeah, three oh games God. now. Yeah. Uh, Ryan went <laughs> two and three as well. Two and three as well. Um, so he's week now three. he's now eighteen and seventeen. I forgot it one. He, he was not sixteen and four. If you looked at the Instagram, that is not the that is not the right uh um, thing. What do you mean? So. 17 and I, I don't 17 know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Or 18 and 17. That's it. Yeah. Nailed it. We need, 500. We need some sort of prop to like signify who the winner of the week was, like a belt or like a, like a trophy or something. Oh, like we can have that, don't you? Yeah, we yeah. need to get that. Just, just, just <laughs> hold up your hands and you can like Photoshop it in later, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan, I wanted to. Sorry, before we get into the thing, I wanted to ask, is your Spider-Man background in honor of the Spider-Man 2 game that came out? Absolutely. I'm so, so hype. It's coming out like Absolutely. 20? It comes out like Friday, so like Thursday night at midnight. I play, I never played the first one. I played the Miles Morales one, though. The Miles Morales one was a super – it's just short, I, but it's super, super fun. I've, I've played both of them. I probably won't buy this one immediately, but I will will be purchasing at some point for sure. It looks, it looks fun. looks, looks good. Well. It's getting good. It's getting great reviews, too, especially for it being a sequel that they probably didn't change a lot in terms of like yeah. the mechanics, but oh, it's getting really good reviews. I mean, why change it if it's like – Right, good, <laughs> like uh, yeah, correct, yeah. The the combat stuff is great. Assassin's Creed, dumbass franchise. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Rob. Um, anyways, getting into pick them, uh, we got we got five games teed up here. We got four top twenty five matchups, and then one that I just threw in for fun because I can't. Nice. Uh, first yeah. matchup up, game of the weekend. I think it's the big noon kick. I'm guessing it's the big noon kick. We got Penn State at Ohio State uh, visiting the Horseshoe. Two six no teams, two top ten teams. Um. Fellas, what do we think? <clears throat> oh, Connor. no, I won't. Ryan, no, Ryan clears his throat. That means he, no. he goes. No, 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 no. Connor, please. Please. please take this. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
The Buckeyes are frauds. The Buckeyes are frauds, and Penn State, the Penn State Nittany Lions have looked like one of the most complete teams this entire year. I've always been a Penn State naysayer. Every year, I have not liked Penn State. Every year, it seems like the committee ranks them way too high. Not they're not the committee. The, the beginning of the season, eight people ranks them way too high. They're always in the top ten, and a lot of times they fall out of it really quickly. This year, Penn State is not fraudulent. Ohio State is fraudulent. Penn State will win this game over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State's only favored by four at home, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which essentially makes it a pick 'em game. And I think that Penn State comes out on top. I agree. Yes. I agree. It comes down to every year in the Big Ten, there are like three games. It's Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan playing around Robin. The other side of the Big Ten doesn't even fucking exist. Like Connor said, Penn State has looked really good all year. Ohio State squeaked out a victory against Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame didn't have 11 people on the field. Yep. Got absolutely lucky. It, it it's it's Penn State's year. I I really do feel like there's that. something in, it's something in happy. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's Penn State's year to make the playoff. Wow, that's a that's a statement right there. Over Michigan, book it. Wow, book it right fucking here. Um, Penn right, State. I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you want to do this, but since you both picked Penn State, I'll just do it myself. Not so fucking fast. We want to talk about the Penn State as a complete team. Have you looked at who they played? Correct. They've and, played and a they fucking played all. Literally no one. And yeah, Ohio State eked out a win against Notre Dame. Then they had a bye, and then they've rolled over two decent Big Ten teams in the last two weeks. They beat Maryland, who maybe not great, but like they're not a terrible team. And then they went on the road, expelled their demons in West Lafayette easily last weekend. One of those this games could be you the worst be trap game doink team we've seen in a while. I I is Ohio State one of the four best teams in the country this year? No. No. I've seen nothing from Penn State that makes me think they should be this great team. Yeah, they've beaten who they're supposed to be, but they've played literally no one. Tell you could put any Power no 5 one. team in their fucking schedule, and they'd probably be 6-0 too. I don't care. Ohio State already won on the road at Notre Dame, which is way tougher than any game Penn State's played this year. Give me the Buckeyes, and they cover. How about that? The Iowa disrespect is crazy there. What? No, no, they can keep the disrespect. Yeah, what? Uh, what, what do we think about the 46 and a half line? Just out uh-huh. of curiosity. Wait, what? I thought you meant for that game. I was <laughs> like, what? At 46 and a half points. That's, that's the oh, line. Over. That, that's All the right. over. I thought you were talking about the spread. I was like, what I, the? That feels high. That feels high. I think this is going to be similar to that Notre Dame game where it's going to be a little bit more low scoring. I, I, I would have to agree. I mean, I we'll, keep an eye. Like, we'll keep an eye on that. Like 35 0, Ben State. <laughs> Huh? I kind of like like Ohio State on that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like Ohio State, like twenty four fourteen, something along those lines. It's kind of kind of what I got in my head. But all right, twenty one seventeen Penn State book it. The next game up, we're gonna go to the third Saturday in October. One of the one of the best rivalries in college football. Uh, we have Tennessee visiting Alabama, and Alabama team going to be out for revenge after what happened in Knoxville last year. Uh, first win for Tennessee in God God knows how long. Um, but nice 3.30 kick for you on CBS. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Sounds like you guys are coping. That's what yeah, it sounds big like. time, yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You're not wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, who wants to go first here? Um, I'll go I'll go first. I. I don't. I don't care if Tennessee's number one and Alabama hasn't won a game all year. There's just simply no way that I'm going to pull up and pick Tennessee <laughs> no. to beat Alabama. I just, in my soul, 
I can't do it. Um, that being said, I do think Alabama wins this game because they are just a better team this year. They, they you know they keep getting closer and closer to feeling like they're going to put one together, put a full game together where they control a game, play well all the way through. Jail Milrow is getting better week by week. No, like I said, I think the whole team just kind of took their foot off the gas um, in the second half last week. That's not going to be a problem against Tennessee. They'll all remember what happened last year. They're going to be fired up at home. I, I like Alabama. Nine points is a little spooky, but I, I could I could see a 10-point Alabama win, 10.14 point Alabama win. I don't think that's out of the cards. We got them at home. We fucked up last year. Not going to happen again. Alabama wins this game. They've had a couple of close games back-to-back. I think we're going to be using that for fuel for the fire. I know these dudes are fired up. I know they've been hearing all that shit that Tennessee that Tennessee's back. Saban is just rolling in that. There's the the no bulletin board material is insane this week. It's insane. no way they let little brother do it to them again. Just not happening. Bama wins. Bama wow. covers. Auburn's little brother, Tennessee is like that kid in school who like is just fucking annoying and you really don't yeah. like him. You don't really know why, but just something about him you don't like. That's what Tennessee that's, is. Tennessee is that one true, kid in school. You, you hate just and love your little Ryan. brother. Yes, correct. You hate and love your little brother. That kind of kind of what goes with Auburn. Uh, Tennessee, right. you just want to punt him. You you don't smoke cigars after being Auburn. You smoke cigars after being Tennessee. That's that's the key difference there. We smoke that vol pack. Smoke them if you got them. Roll tide. Not so. No, I'm kidding. I nice. yes. I, 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 I would. You want me to come to Stillwater? That would do it right there. That would that would get me on a plane. I am also uh, picking the crimson tie for this one. I agree with relatively everything they just said. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Tennessee has the talent. Granted, obviously Alabama isn't as talented as, as they have been in previous years, but I feel like they're still they're still I see, there's still a gap. I mean, guys, Tennessee lost to Florida yes, earlier correct. this year. Yeah, and so. And yeah. struggled with Austin P. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the uh, the Crimson Tide here. I, I could I could honestly see it being seven. I, I agree with Robbie. I think the actually the line the spread is kind of spooky in all honesty. But I mean yeah. I don't because I, I, I could see it being a touchdown. Way. I think it'll be more, but like, yeah. that wouldn't shock me if it was a touchdown. Correct. Yeah, just with the way Alabama's not finished games. Mm-hmm. The 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 scariest thing for me about this game is how our offensive line does. I think Tennessee yeah. has a pretty good front seven. Um, if our offensive line can hold up against those bozos and Milrow actually has some time to make some reads instead of just running for his life, then I think we'll be okay. Here's, here's a crazy thought. How about we just simply move the pocket? I mean, does, is that that difficult? Like we have a quarterback that can run and we're just going to have him drop back three step drop every, every single play. Like what, yep. what are we doing? Yep. Tommy Reese fucking sucks. Anyways, um, the next game up. So it, Fun, fun stat for this week. Uh, we're actually going to pick a game from five different conferences, which is the first time we've ever done that. There's not a lot of like a lot of really good games this weekend, but there's like one really good one per conference. So we're we're gonna we're gonna pick a couple of different ones across the board here. Next one up, got an ACC matchup, um, an opportunity for one of these two teams to probably clinch, or not maybe not clinch, but put them in a really good spot to make the ACC title game. Um, you got the Duke Blue Devils visiting the Florida State Seminoles, uh, mm. seven thirty kick in Tallahassee. Um, I can I can go first this time. I haven't gone first yet today. Um, I really like Duke. Duke has been a fantastic story this year, um, but I don't think they have Riley Leonard back yet. Their quarterback they got hurt in the Notre Dame game. I don't I don't think he's back. I don't think 
He'll play this weekend. He got, I, I never saw the injury was, but I mean, it looked pretty bad. Um, so I got Florida state. I think Florida state covers minus 14. I don't know that it's going to be overly close, which like I said, I think if Duke had their quarterback to be a different story, um, but Florida state is the better team. They have more talent without your best player. If you're Duke, I don't think you stand much of a chance. So I, I like the Seminoles. Same. I, I, um, I'm also going to, I, I I'm, agree for all the same reasons. Yeah, literally. I, I don't have anything else to add on that. Florida state, I think it's the better team. Um, and they, they proved that they can go into the trenches and pull it out like they did with Clemson. And I think that's kind of a testament of a good team. I think when you get down in, in situations like that and you end up pulling it out and you look like you keep, you keep your composure the whole way through. And I feel like that's when, that's what Florida state's been this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay with the Seminoles there. The next game up the last, uh, ranked matchup of the week. Uh, we're going out, going out west. Uh, we got the Utah Utes coming into LA to play the USC Trojans in the eight o'clock. Mm. Hey, uh, Don't forget that last championship year, Utah, Utah beat USC both times they played last year. Damn, yep. that's a that's that's a tough look. It's a tough scene. I think USC is embarrassed by this most recent Notre Dame loss. I think Caleb Williams will have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. And we've seen Caleb Williams. Um, I, I think we've seen Caleb Williams sink and swim in, in situations when he's had chips on his shoulders. I think sometimes he can let his emotions get the best of him. Uh, but that also doesn't negate the amount of talent that he has. I actually saw a an NFL uh, analyst talk the other day where I don't, I don't know if I agree with the same. He said that if. Caleb Williams, Trevor Lawrence, and Joe Burrow were all in the same draft class. Like they came out of their same senior year of college. He believed that Caleb Williams would go first over both That's Burrow hysterical. and Lawrence. <laughs> the, the, the only reason I hear that take is because everyone wants the next Mahomes. And like you watch Caleb Williams play and he makes yeah. all of those like ridiculous throws like he should never be making. I'm not I'm not saying Caleb Williams is Patrick Mahomes. Let's just get that out there before anyone comes at me. That's what you like, said. Like that's that's what the GMs all they always want to get the next Patrick Mahomes now and like Caleb Williams is the guy that kind of plays like Mahomes does like in your head you're like I I can make him Patrick Mahomes but, like it's like you know I can fix him but but apparently that analyst forgot that Joe Bur- Burrow broke like every single record that season okay. in 20 granted yeah. that team was amazing like you know, one know, of the best college and, seasons of all time that's what I mean yeah. I mean Lawrence was like yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I've, I, <laughs> I, I've been on the Trevor Lawrence is overrated train for a while that hasn't really worked out, but yeah, Ryan, Ryan was on his meet earlier this year and he's, yeah, uh, was, uh, he's pretty good. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go like, like, like I said, I, I think Caleb Williams talent will ultimately get them over the edge, especially considering that cam rising isn't there. Granted, I don't think USC's defense is going to do much, even with a backup quarterback for Utah, because he's actually played pretty well this season. But I think USC uh, comes out firing, comes out emotional, um, and puts a lot of points on, on Utah. So, yeah, we're going to go with USC. Tough game. I This this game is going to be really hard to pick. Um, this is the start of a brutal stretch for Utah that does USC, Oregon, Arizona State, and Washington and nice. Arizona in five weeks. Um, so a lot of, lot of football for them to be played. I, I, I feel like, again, Connor is on to something with there's going to be a chip on USC's shoulder after getting embarrassed. Five turnovers is unacceptable for a team that had national title contending hopes. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah is, is missing one of their emotional leaders, and the, but they've played in a lot of close games this year. All their games have been within like 10 points pretty much until the fourth quarter. Um, so they know how to, they know how to keep games close. I, 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 I want to say USC does eke out this win. Um, 
but it, I, it's going to be a very, very close game. Probably one of the best games this year, I think. I, I'm going to agree with my co-hosts. I, without Cam Rising, Utah... Uh, in their first two Pac-12 games, scored 14 and 7 points in consecutive weeks. Um, they did put up 34 on Cal last weekend, but they only threw the ball for 128 yards. Um, yeah, yeah. As long as Caleb Williams doesn't throw another three picks, I just don't see that Utah has the offense to keep up with USC in this one. Um, at home as well, I think I think USC wins. Yeah. Yeah, just don't have five turnovers and you might be competitive. It's, it's just simply that easy. Yeah. Um, the yeah. the last game we're picking, fellas, and I haven't, I haven't oh, told no. you what this game oh, is yet. No. You're not going to have any like in-depth analysis on this. I just want to throw this one out there. we got a matchup of two one-and-five teams. Oh, and you might be asking yourself, why are we picking two one-and-five teams? Well, the reason is that these two teams happen to play in the same state, and this is the first time that they've ever played each other. Um, despite go. being in the same state, we have the... Can I guess it? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be a Big Twelve game. It's not. It is a an AAC game. Oh shit! I don't know that. It's from my home state. We have the University of North Carolina at Charlotte Forty ers visiting the East Carolina Pirates. The Pirates. Um, like I said, <laughs> I I, I, just, I saw a stat earlier this week. This is the first time they've ever played, which kind of makes sense because Charlotte's only had a program, um, a football program for like maybe 10 years at this point. So it kind of makes sense, but just kind of odd that they've never played. So um, anyone want to throw a dart at the board and pick him? East Carolina Pirates. It's uh, it is really, I feel like I've actually heard of them before and mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know if I've, I've heard of the other team before. Uh, and so that is my entire, my entire reason. It's, it's a great take. It's a great take. Yeah. Covered against Michigan week one of the year. This ECU yeah. hasn't been shut out for like 20 straight years or something like that. And because of That's those two known facts that I have about <laughs> ECU, they're going to win this game. Hell yeah. Damn straight. Um, also, Greenview is like just apparently one of the craziest uh, college towns. In that Greenville, but yes. Greenville, yes. excuse me. But Rob, yes, Robbie, yeah. It's a G Vegas. I'm begging you to, to use a not so fast on this one. <laughs> not so yes. fast yeah just just because i want to be different i think it's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's honestly my entire reason but um charlotte's played some decent teams they played maryland um on the road lost by 18 they uh only lost to florida by 15 um so isn't that better than what tennessee did isn't that yeah oh. it's pretty close oh. that's that's a fun fact right there <laughs> um they got fact. shut out shut out last week by navy so that doesn't really make me super confident in this pick but i'm thinking this is a rivalry game fellas you know neither of them have beaten anyone good because you really don't know what's going to happen uh, I'll, I'll take the 49ers just due to uh, geographical proximity to my hometown how about that not um, the san francisco 49ers for nah, those of you that the san francisco 49ers playing ecu that would be a hate crime <laughs> that, would, that would actually be disgusting uh they both lost to smu by like the same amount so you know you go. i think really we got a nice toss up yeah game of the weekend um so yeah we're gonna move on from college football thank you robbie for getting those together we are going to get straight into we're gonna throw it over to ryan real quick we're gonna get straight we don't, we don't have to talk about this we can just keep going we we're, 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 we're already we're already at almost an hour i don't want to hold us the up too much here on baseball. major league baseball playoffs are underway the alcs and the nlcs the texas rangers and the houston astros on one side and the uh phillies and the diamondbacks on the other what Wait, what's that? Who's missing? Oh, the Braves. Where? 
Where the did they best go? Regular season team they, in baseball? I can't, I can't find them. We're actually we're actually holding a support group in my work um, for Braves fans because <laughs> <laughs> it's the right. second year in a row they've gotten beat by the Phillies in the divisional series. That's uh, that's a tough look. Ryan and I acted up because we've never had any Ranger success. Don't <laughs> be the World Series. Not that we never won the World Series. That's ten fair. years ago. It was over ten years ago. What do you mean not, not the, that long ago? Modern <laughs> history, fellas. Modern yeah, history. At least you're not the Lions. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Got, hey, they're looking pretty good though. All right, Ryan, you want to talk about it? God, you know I want to. The Braves didn't get swept. That's the one. They, 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 <laughs> fucking, they fucking should have. They had to rally down four runs to not get swept. Yeah. Although, that yeah. being said, Acuna almost hit a grand slam to win game four, too. I, I really that thought it was going to happen, and it didn't. That would have been pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, so we'll go into, um, I guess, what it started as. You know, you had oh, the... What? If you looked at the Philly score tonight, yeah, I, I, yo, don't worry, I did. It's 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 another hate crime. It's they make me so angry. They just make me so angry. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Schwarber's Schwarber's hitting the ball well. Ten zero for our uh, fans at home. Heaven score. So the wild card hits. matchups were as such. It was Texas uh, visiting Tampa Bay, Toronto visiting Minnesota, Arizona visiting Milwaukee, and Miami visiting Philly. Um, and how the wild card works is those teams that are hosting host actually all three games. So it's actually a pre- it's a pretty big advantage in in the wild card, especially um, the higher seed teams tend to win a lot. Uh, not so fast. Texas Rangers win first two pretty easily down in Tampa Bay. Um, you know. Light work. I was pretty surprised that Tampa didn't get a game on again. Yeah, I wasn't super sure was on the series, but I was surprised that it wasn't didn't go to a game yep. three. Same. Yep. I I also agree with that. Um then you had Toronto or excuse me, Minnesota. They beat Toronto. Also took the first two games, so they were the home team. Arizona goes in as a wild card team to the Brewers. And wins the first two games. I mean, it was very impressive. Obviously, we see them in the NLCS right now getting worked over. But it was definitely impressive for a wildcard team to come out swinging. And obviously, the Phillies beat the Marlins. Um, to, to Marlins didn't even fucking show up. The Marlins yeah. might have all just stayed in Miami. It was abysmal. Yeah. So so no three-game series for the wildcard, um, which definitely would have put those teams at pretty big disadvantages going into the ALDS. Uh, the ALDS matchups were Texas-Baltimore, uh, Texas, Minnesota-Houston, uh, <laughs> Phillies-Braves, and uh, Dodgers-Diamondbacks. Uh, once again, the Rangers sweep. Get, get the fucking brooms out. Um, their first home game is... Uh, they, they've only played one home game, and it was it was in the Orioles series. So they're finally game going three. home game three for the Astros. Like Robbie said, um, Phillies beat the Braves in four. Rel- pretty disappointing. For the, second, for the second year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Just, what, what are you going to do? I fucking hate Bryce Harper, with, just with a passion. I just really dislike him as a person. Um, mm. Houston, Houston one and four, and the uh, – the Diamondbacks got the brooms out against the Dodgers, which I, Dodgers fans are also coping very, yeah, very hard. With the it, it's that. it's funny. I've seen I've seen a lot of people complaining about the baseball like playoff structure because they the the thought is that actually the wildcard teams tend to have an advantage, especially the ones that play at home. Because like you think about it, you're playing a three game series at home, that's what you do however many times during regular season. That doesn't really work tire you out. 
and you're kind of warmed up. You haven't had to sit around and wait. But the thing is, is it's baseball. Like they play 160 games to like get rid of the randomness of the sport. The entire sport is inherently very, very random. And all it takes is you for to get hot for 10 games and you win the World Series, right? So I, I think people are complaining a little bit too much, especially Braves fans. Take take the L. Take the L. Nope. But Cause, cause I mean, you, baseball you is inherently just a very random sport, and it comes out a lot in the playoffs. You see the Diamondbacks and then LCS. Like, no, if you told anyone that in the beginning of the year, no one would have believed you. So, yep. Yeah. So, ALCS is uh, Astros Rangers currently going to game three tomorrow night. Uh, Rangers going home up 2 0 in a seven game series on the Astros. Uh, Rangers pitching, which was their weakest point of their ball club has looked phenomenal um those pitchers have gotten hot at the right time jordan montgomery has looked phenomenal they have all these the bullpen is the bullpen has looked a lot better yes than they have but that's also because the starters are going pretty deep into games and we're not having to go too deep into our bullpen um jordan montgomery looking so far potentially like the trade of the year yeah like actually like actually trade of the year um if this this rangers team is somehow able to get to the world series potentially win it all as they're looking very hot right now um so that's one side nlcs also looks to be going to a 2-0 lead hey, 10, 10 runs is not insurmountable you know, they could do it <laughs> the reds the reds did give up nine runs to the pirates in regular season game and oh, lose that's, earlier that's this year don't worry the phillies have two on in the bottom of seventh as well oh so. man. robbie I, I texted something to, to my family the other day because we were all watching game one of the rangers astros series and i said i think this is the first time that we collectively as a family have watched baseball at the same time in a decade because the they made the world series yeah, yeah. literally uh because i was taking like, like years after that we just the rangers just yeah. didn't do anything if you think i i knew the name of the 2015 like rangers starting nine absolutely no but now i know now i know <laughs> all of them <laughs> now i know every single I, I hope you guys know i i am cheering for the rangers for sure i'd love to see That's a rangers totally diamondbacks weird. world series that would That'd be kind of hard. fun um, I don't, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, but no, yeah. two, two more was not insurmountable. So it, we, we, it is we'll really, see. really nice being the team that everyone is cheering for because yeah. everyone hates the Astros. Well, and also because you guys never won a world series. So you're very easy yeah. to cheer for. Cause like you, you want to see him get one anyways, uh, two, two, zero leads. Oh, I'm just going to call the Phillies game now Two two zero leads <laughs> in the, in the, uh, That's championship fair. series. Um, yep. Phillies are the home team or home field advantage. Astros are the home field advantage. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how those series shape up. And next time we probably put out a podcast after this one, we'll know what the World Series looks like. We will be in the World let's, Series. Yep. Let's take care of business at Globe, Globe Life, boys. Let's uh, let's finish it off. Shout out, I mean, as Ryan said, obviously, Jordan Montgomery looking like the steel. But shout out Jordan Montgomery because the Astros obviously have a, have a lot of really good hitters. Uh, notably Jordan Alvarez. And I don't think Jordan Montgomery could have pitched any better to Jordan Alvarez. He had four strikeouts in his first four at-bats. So I, I, mean, watched, he, I read a full write-up on that entire pitching, hitting duel the next day. He played it perfectly. He like could, literally, the commentators were talking about his first at-bat, and they were like, he needs to pitch here, here, and here, and they like circled the whole thing and like what he needed to pitch, and he did exactly that, and he struck out every time. I was like, oh my, thank God. And then game two, Aroldis Chapman comes in and just gets Pimped by Alvarez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just Dude, nobody, nobody can pitch to him except for Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, it's actually wild. Um, so yeah, as Ryan said, we will know the Super Bowl matchup next week. Um, I have a so we're gonna just Super keep Bowl. moving here. Uh, that's a good take. Did I say Super Bowl? 
<laughs> I got World Series on the mind. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna quickly go through some of the NFL stuff so we can get to the NBA. So I have two headlines here. The Philadelphia Eagles signed seven-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Julio Jones to a one-year deal. Um, Ring chasing. Yeah, 100%. you can sum it up at that respectfully. Um, and then, unfortunately, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson is "quote unquote" probably going to miss the rest of the regular season and could under- undergo shoulder surgery in the next week or so. Team owner Jim Irsay told ESPN on Monday. I, mean, I it's just part of the way he plays. He's so physical and he runs. He's got to learn. He's got to learn to not take those hits. Newton, man, it's Cam Newton esque. Yeah. And it's like yikes! Like you can't play Cam, like Cam at the beginning of his career is very good about like trying yeah. to avoid hits though and yeah. he got better at his time went on but yeah yeah Richardson. Cam also did it to make the team win just like ar does yeah yeah so yeah it's actually so given that we're trying to get to the nba pretty quickly we are going to skip the week six review but we are going to say we're going to look at the week seven review uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give you what my my favorite spread of, of the weekend is and i know that it's a little bit up in the air with because um apparently trevor lawrence is currently questionable to play but the New Orleans Saints, this is Thursday night football game. I'm going to take this as my game. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are currently favored by one point over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I, I No. No. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win this game. Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I have I have determined that. I have established that. That will happen. So, uh, And I don't see a world in which the Saints, even at home, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm going to take uh, that as my favorite spread for the weekend. Me Go next. Ahead. Yes, please. I don't want to take my spread. I want to take an over-under real quick. Mm-hmm. We have two, count them, two backup quarterbacks playing. <laughs> and this line mm-hmm. is set at 37.5 for the Raiders-Bears. Absolute sickos game. This is going to be such a bad game. I'm taking the under, and God help anybody who goes and watches this game. That sounds. Why so would you bad. do that to yourself? I just yeah. don't. I just can't fathom doing that to myself. That I'm gonna go watch this game, so I'm going to. But <laughs> yeah, take take the under thirty seven and a half. Wow, um, that's terrible. I, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give another over under. I like. I'm gonna take an over because we got to balance out the under that was just taken. It's 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 a high over. Um, it's probably the highest of the weekend. The Dolphins and the Eagles at fifty two. Two high-powered offenses. And let's not forget that the Dolphins let the Panthers score 21 points last week. Um, I think I think they smashed their 50. I think it's just a shootout on Sunday mm-hmm. football. Thank God we actually have a good Sunday night game this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, I mean, what are you saying? The Cowboys getting just ground into a pulp? That was, yeah, that was not that was not yeah. enjoyable for anyone, I don't think. I don't, hey, we gotta win last night though. And we had to watch. I guess the Giants Bills actually ended up being a good game, but like Yeah, it was a weird it shouldn't have beginning. Been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I'll take my over under. My over under is going to be so a lot of, unfortunately a lot of injuries also kind of determines what I think one way or the other with this game. Uh but the 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings play on Monday Night Football on October twenty third. Currently Christian McCaffrey is dealing with a bit of an injury. Shocker. Um, but he has more time to recover because it is a Monday night game. So I think give that one or, or two extra days. Um, I think he'll be all right because the team it, the reports were that he was optimistic and the team was optimistic about about his return. I just I don't know. I I have the feeling that the Niners are just gonna hang points on the Vikings. Like just even without every, even with everyone out. Yes. Did you see a <laughs> bad Brock Purdy look last week when everyone was injured? I think CMC's gonna not. I think CMC's gonna play. 
I, they seem like relatively it. confident that he that, that that's my caveat is I think CMC is going to play. So uh, I know Ayuk is struggling. I know that Debo is also questionable. Um, but like I said, I, I think CMC and I, I mean, CMC has arguably been the best player in football this year. Like on the offensive side of the ball, it's just he's just been unbelievable. Just like everyone knew he was. I mean, shout out the Carolina Panthers for uh, for that trade. You know what I'm saying, Robert? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I saw I saw like a thread today. It's like outside of DJ Moore, like who's like the player most disappointed in the Panthers trade away. It's like. I don't give a fuck about DJ Moore. I, I'm sad that we traded away CMC. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that uh, that over point total was 44. So I'm gonna take the over on that. I think Kirk might get you know two tutties and then the Niners hang like seven. So you know, <laughs> something light. I'll take the Bills eight and a half against Patriots. Patriots are really I, fucking bad. I thought about that one as well. Yeah, that I did consider that one. Bills um, have not about, played well in the last two weeks, but I still I think they just shit bumped the Pats. How about the Ravens being favored by three against the Lions? Also a bit of an odd one. Give, give me the Lions plus three. Mm. Give me the Lions plus three. They've been looking. They've been looking good. They have been looking good. On um, so yeah, moving on from the NFL here, getting we're getting into it. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Uh, I have one headline from the NBA, and then I have one thing that I want to cover, and then we're going to get into the kind of season outlook, what we think the season is going to shape up to be. The one headline nice. I have here was a trade that occurred uh, between the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Houston Rockets are trading guard Kevin Porter Jr. and two future second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are immediately waving him, sources told ESPN on Tuesday. The Rockets are getting Victor Oladipo and Jeremiah Robinson Earl in the deal that will send a 2027 second-round pick via the Minnesota Timberwolves and a 2028 second-round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks to the Thunder, sources told ESPN. Uh, I mean, I think we covered it before, but Kevin Porter Jr. um, allegedly hit his girlfriend, and the Rockets were like, well, we don't really want to have you around anymore. Yeah. Oladipo is yeah. going from OKC to Houston. Houston. Um, so I guess that's giving the Rockets more veteran leadership. I guess yeah, I they mean, have a lot I, of young guys. It's probably a good guy to have around. I mean, obviously, like this was mostly just to get Kevin Porter Jr. like out. <laughs> I guess out of the. Out I, of the I'm league. confused why they couldn't just cut him. Like he's on he's yeah. on a rookie yeah. deal. Like his cap hit can't be that bad. Um, also, Sam, Sam Presti is him. Like, can we just? Can we just take a second? The the Oklahoma City Thunder over the next seven years yeah. have 15 first round picks yeah. and 22 second round picks. Uh huh. In yep. our dynasty league, I'm basically Sam Presti is what I'm starting to realize. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah but the, the Thunder are way more competitive now than you are in dynasty. Well, they yeah. weren't. Hey, they weren't for a couple years. All right, he's right. We he's got right. time. We got time. Yeah, this but you true. got picks now, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. Um. And then, so right before we get into the NBA season outlook, I do want to uh, kind of go through go through a list of sorts with you guys. And I feel like you you may have seen this before. It's been kind of a point of controversy across a lot of sports. So ESPN uh, a couple of days ago, it might have been a week ago, released their player rank for uh, going into the 2023-2024 season. Go. And people were obviously, as they are every year, incredibly upset about some of the people just don't get that ESPN writes these things just for clicks. They don't actually believe any of this shit. They just write it because you'll click on it and talk about it and be upset about it. But here we are, fucking talking about it. So let's get into it. I'm excited. But they, but they also rank rookies in the rankings, and so there's no, <laughs> just like completely. Where did they put? They put Wimby somewhere disrespectful. Oh, he's like in the 30s, I think it was like in the 30s or something. I was, I was waiting for you to tell me they put Wimby like 13. I no, they didn't put him that high. <laughs> uh, but I'm just gonna reach you the top 10. Are we ready for the for the top 10, gentlemen? I couldn't be more ready. Yeah. <laughs> Number 10, Anthony Davis. 
If he's healthy, I don't think that's a horrible take. No, I don't. Yeah, is he, is he, he in street clothes or like yeah. playing? Yep, he's playing. He's he's on the court yeah, in the yeah, game. That's that's fine. I think ten is is completely fine. I I think honestly, you you if he's healthy, you can put him a little higher. In all honesty, for sure, I, I, I would think agree. So. Uh, number nine, LeBron James. It's kind of low. It's kind. It's kind of low. It's kind of low. I won't. I, I don't is think it, he's top five anymore. Is it, is it kind of low for the oldest player in the NBA? Doesn't matter if you're put. Doesn't no, matter what your just, age is just, if you're putting up those I numbers. To, I just wanted to say that fact. The fact <laughs> that LeBron James is now the oldest yeah, player. In that's the NBA. wild. I saw. So I guess LeBron's been putting out like weekly picks for NFL games. Like he'll get on his story yeah. or something and like go through it. And someone like went through LeBron's picks from last weekend. Like you bet a hundred dollars on every game LeBron told you they were going to win, you would have lost five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Say, do not do not bet with LeBron. <laughs> do not ride with LeBron. Um, going. Uh, down the list here, number eight, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I, I, he's great. Don't get me wrong. He averaged 32, 31, 32 points a game. He's not better than LeBron. He's no, not yeah, that's LeBron. when you like. I was thinking about it more in terms of numbers. Like eight's a little high, but yeah, putting him in he's, front of LeBron and eight, not ahead of LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It, like I said, he averaged thirty-one point. I think thirty-one point four points great, per game last player. year. But yeah, I don't think he's LeBron level. Uh, number seven, Kevin Durant. Katie's top five. It's Katie's a top five Katie player in the NBA. Top five. Yeah, okay. it's that's. What the, I'm very curious who's. Yes, there's somebody upsetting that's in the top five. I, I'm very five. curious who's in the top five. The fact that LeBron and Katie both are in the top five. All right, I, six. I think. Hold on, let me let me cook. Let me cook where I think <laughs> yeah. six is at. Okay. Let's, I think this Robbie is the one. Give our opinions. We're, we'll do. I, okay, you tell us six. I'm guess the top five in order. Wait, uh, no. I, can I can I guess who number six is? Yeah. Is it is it Kevin Durant's teammate? No. Okay, I was I was waiting because like they did like AD and LeBron together, so I was waiting for it to be yeah, like yeah, Katie yeah. and then Devin Booker. That was that was what I was waiting on. I will say I think this is the one that people probably are the most upset about. Um, so I'll say I'll, yeah, we can do that, Ryan. So number six is Jason Tatum. Again, is he's he better than KD? He's he's not, but like I also think he should be higher. Uh, I, I think six is actually. Like, I think seven is probably better for Tatum. I I think I think you switch KD and Tatum, and then maybe I'm okay with that. Switch LeBron and Shea. I I maybe would be okay with LeBron. I think I'd be okay with LeBron over under Tatum, but not over Durant, in in my opinion, as a basketball player. All right, do you guys want to guess the top five? In yes. order. Let's go. Let's start with five, Rob. Who we think we're putting at five? I feel like they're putting a lot of reasons into this. I wanted to say Kawhi. Like, I feel like Kawhi just hasn't played enough lately. I feel like Kawhi is going to be lower for some reason. Yep. I agree. If SGA is at eight, then like. Yeah. Kawhi it's very recent, recency bias. I don't know, Ryan. What, what are you thinking, Ryan? You're on Joel Embiid at five. It is not Joel Embiid. You better be in the top five. <laughs> there's, there's three guys that have to be in the top five. Then they should Jokic. be one, two, three. It should be Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis should should be in the top five somewhere. Steph has to be up there somewhere. Yeah, I don't. So who's don't, five? Luca is not Luca. Have we said his name? Yes. Is it Steph? It is Steph Curry. Steph Curry yeah. is ranked to number five in, in uh, this upcoming season. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Embiid, Luca. Is Luka yeah, not in the, the top? No, 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 those are the four players, just not in that okay. order. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. But yes, those are the four players. Did they, did they put Embiid at four? They did not put Embiid at four. They put uh, they put Luka Doncic at fourth place. Okay, that's yeah. And then they put um, they put Embiid at third, and then they put Jokic at second, and then they put Giannis at first. Jokic is the best basketball player in the world. Jokic is the best Dude, basketball insane. player in the world. He has been Dude, the best basketball watch... player in the world for the past three years. Did they watch him play in the playoffs last year? Did they watch any of the playoff games? Oh, he should have won the MVP. And oh, he, I can't stand that he didn't he win the MVP. Practice in the offseason. Those intense to his horses. He hates basketball. The dude doesn't fucking care, and that makes he's, all the NBA purists like, just so, so bad. bad. So he's, bad. He's, like, he's like the Tyson Fury of the NBA. Yeah, yeah right? that's a good that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah. He's like, are you happy to be back? He's like, not at all. No. Yeah, I, I would literally he, rather be tending to my horses. He's gonna retire in the next two years. I, I was gonna say he's gonna he's gonna have like the yeah, highest and shortest insane. peak of all time because either he's gonna retire, Absolutely. like it's gonna catch up with him. That he's not working out in the off season. Like eventually, it's gonna catch up with, with the him. way he plays. He in, dude. He just, I don't know if it will. Is this, but, I mean, like that's that's why you compare him to Fury because like Fury isn't ever like super but, cut or ripped, but he's like yeah, it's true. Out of people. I don't know. I mean, he's like. But I feel like Jokic is one of his best qualities is his touch. And like some of yeah. that is absolutely like a natural ability. But like yeah. some of that also comes from just taking a stupid amount of like shots from stupid different yeah, angles yeah. and stuff, right? Like if you're not practicing, that eventually goes away or gets less of what it used to be. Yeah. You want to be here? No. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I really don't. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so yeah, some people had some. So the top ten is isn't as egregious. Obviously, we both we all think that KD and Braun should be higher. But there were the top some, five was fine. Yeah, top five's fine. I, I don't really care what order. I just think Jokic should be one. I, I think Jokic is the best yeah. best basketball player in the world. But yeah, there were some. It's, it's because yeah, Gian- you're right. It's a basketball purist like pulling for Giannis because Giannis people is were- this, like insane athlete that plays basketball like no one else does in his size but um, where the fuck is zion williamson that is a good cool oh yeah he is here hold on where oh they uh, they ranked the (laughs) web on yama 47 is where they rank okay that's fine i was just waiting for it to be something really disrespectful i know the one that people were really upset about is they had um Westbrook at like ninety three, and people were really upset about that. Which where I'm where like, is Kawhi? Oh, Kawhi! Oh, I just found him. Kawhi is at number twenty four. Yeah, yeah, it's going to a different article though. That's disrespectful. I think. Uh, kind of yeah, wash. We'll, there, there are twenty three basketball players you'd rather have on your team than Kawhi Leonard. Apparently. So after that, um, after that list review, we're going to get into kind of our NBA season outlook. We're going to talk about the the East and the West and the NBA Finals, what we think is going to happen there. So, gentlemen, let's just have a a candid discussion about what we think is going to happen this season. Um, How do we want to do this? How do we want to structure it by division, by conference, by finals backwards? What do you guys think? I I think conference is nice. for Division just – no one really gives a shit about in the NBA. No, I, it's, yeah, it's not like sure. the NFL or even Most the MLB. Casual NBA fans could not name you like who's in what division because they don't. And that's really also matter. because the yeah the number one team in the division technically isn't guaranteed to make the playoffs. Correct. Well, yeah. uh, I guess the play-ins. Wise, maybe. Play-ins yeah, now. yeah. But like. Know. Yeah, number one well, division you, could mean you're still in the basement of the Western Conference. So I, I think I think it could still work because I think four teams still miss the play-in entirely. Yeah, yeah, or six teams, teams, six teams. But like, I think with the math of how many times you play your division opponents, right. I don't think that math could work out. So, semantics yeah. at that point. So yeah, 
hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, we can go. Let's go. Let's talk about the Western Conference first. Um, let's. I'm trying to think the best way to do this. Should we here? I'll, I'll pull up the standings from last season, and we'll see. We'll just say if we think Should that the team is going to perform worse or yeah, better. Yeah. Before we get in, do we want to give like our favorite, and then maybe like a sleeper, just to kind of kick it off, and then we can kind of go through the standings out of that conference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Robbie, do you have any idea of who you wanted to go with? No, I was just throwing out an idea. If anyone, if anyone wants to go first, that'd be great. I'd probably, in terms of my favorites, um, I think. I'm between two here, and I got I got absolutely flamed for one of them last year, uh, right? Rightfully so, because they didn't they didn't perform in the playoffs as I expected them to. Um, I mean, I, I'm obviously kind of favorable towards the Nuggets. Obviously, coming off an NBA championship, they didn't lose very many guys. I mean, Jamal Murray's young, Jokic. I like I keep saying, I think is the best player in the world. Um, so obviously, they still have that that duo and that team is relatively the same. So I think that they will obviously be very successful this season. Obviously, it's incredibly hard. If you're not a dynasty like the Warriors were in the mid-2010s or like kind of the Cavs were when LeBron was there in the mid-2010s or Kobe Lakers, if, if you're not a dynasty like that, I think it's hard to go to back-to-back championships. I will say that I think the NBA is possibly the easiest league to go to back-to-back championships in, but it's still not easy if you're not a dynasty. And I don't know if you can really qualify the Nuggets as a dynasty at this no. point. No. Um, and they don't have the talent like those teams had, like a like a Warriors or, or Lakers, Kobe Lakers. So I, I think that I'm between the uh, – you're going to clown me. I, the Phoenix Suns have an abundance of talent and how – and I just don't – especially with Bradley Beal now. Like you have Bradley Beal, you have Devin Booker, you have Katie. And interesting, interestingly enough, in the preseason, it actually looks like um, Booker is playing the one. So it looks like Booker is going to be the point. I think that makes sense. I, I think it's just you, but I think some people actually expected it to be Beal um, or somebody else like off the bench or whatever. But I, I, I got to go with the Suns, man. They have so much talent, and I feel like after the end of the season, they know, know how to work together better. They kind of know what the system they want to run is. Um, and I think, honestly, I think it's going to come to defense. They got DeAndre Ayton off their books. They have Nurkic, who, who's a very solid center in the league. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Suns. I, do you look at the Western Conference like I feel like – Every team has question marks, 100%. except for maybe outside the Nuggets. Boy, like you yeah. said, Connor, I, I just I would be surprised to see them do it back to back years because mm-hmm. they're not. They, I mean, Jokic is a generational player and he's very good, but like they just don't have the talent level of you, know, you think the the Warriors or they don't have and they don't have LeBron James, right? I mean, those are the two teams that keep making it back to the finals for a while. There was the Warriors or whoever had LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna stick with them though, just because I think they do have the least amount of question marks coming in this year. And that that is the Nuggets. They fair. You know, have the same team. I think the Suns will be very good this year. Um, I I think them and the Nuggets are on a collision course to uh, get yep. to the Western Conference Finals. Um, but I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the team that to me has the least amount of question marks. And that's that's the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. There you go, Ryan. What we think? So I was kind of looking at this a couple of different ways from the Western Conference. I was looking at you know who I think is going to be potentially the most improved from record or position last year, who's going to probably fall the farthest, and who's just the outright favorite, I think, to come out. Um, I think the fall the farthest is going to be the Sacramento Kings. I think they had an absolutely magical run last year, and you had a lot of buy-in. I just think besides um, De'Aaron Fox – and some of the other guys that they have out there, I just don't think there's enough talent to compete with the incredibly deep Western Conference. Um, Harrison Barnes is another year older. Sabonis is another year older. Um, 
I, I think they're probably looking at a play-in game for the Kings. Um, on the other side, I think if the Pelicans stay healthy, they have enough talent. We talked about this last year, and it didn't come to fruition, but I really do think they have enough talent um, to be a top-six seed in the West. And in terms of favorite, I just think it's that the Nuggets are just the most complete team. They didn't really lose anybody. Um just a little bit more experience as long as they they stay healthy. Obviously, the Suns have probably the most talented starting five. Like we'll we'll see we'll see how things go. We'll see how their bench depth looks. We'll see if KD can stay healthy. We'll see how um, you know that whole new Beal meshes with everybody. So should be should be another great season. I love basketball. Yeah. Glad it's back. Good to be good to be back. Uh, uh, for oh, go ahead, Rob. <clears throat> I was I was gonna take my my sleeper team kind of sneak it back yeah, to yeah Connor, since, Connor, since yeah. Ryan went back to back there yeah um, a, a really young team we we talked about their best player already uh, cracked the top ten of ESPN's best players in this upcoming season a lot of young talent they get they get Chet Holmgren back for the finals no 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 I'm oh, but I'm talking okay. about a sleeper I'm talking about a team Damn. that like is gonna finish top like maybe top yeah, four okay. who, did, who didn't finish top four the year before you scared right. me bro. no <laughs> I was like oh. damn. Um, yeah, a team, a team that you know was in the play-in or didn't make the play-in last year that Got will it. finish as a seeded team. Um, I, I can see the Thunder being top six in the West. There's uh, there's a lot yeah, of yeah 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 okay like, teams yeah. in the West and like they're young, they're gonna they're not gonna load manage. They're gonna play a lot of games. Um, I, I think I think the Thunder are, gonna, are in for a nice year. Maybe this year's Kings. Um, just a lot of young pieces that finally gel and get to play together and have a good season. Mm. So uh, I this I think this year is gonna be be really fun. I mean, I, I basketball is my favorite sport. It always is really fun for me. I, I think this is one of the most interesting years in in terms of obviously we had talked about previously like the the super team era, um, the super team era kind of kicking off. I feel like kind of kicked off with the Kawhi Leonard Paul George team up, and then I mean, obviously after that was after the KD joining the Warriors, and I'm talking about like everybody else kind of getting in on it. Um, I feel like there are three teams this year where they feel like this is their last opportunity to get a championship with their current unit. And I think those are, I think that's the Los Angeles Clippers. I think that's yep. the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep. And I think that's the Golden State Warriors. Well, I was talking about in the West. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, we'll get yeah. to the fucking East. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of those three teams, I think the Warriors are done. I, I think Draymond is not even close to what he was. Clay, and we we actually did rag on Clay a little bit. Clay actually didn't shoot that bad last year. He just had games where he was rough. Uh, but he's obviously lost a lot of steps on defense. Obviously, Curry has maintained a, an incredible level, but outside of that, they've just struggled. Obviously, they got they lost Jordan Poole because of Draymond. Um, I, I don't think it's the Warriors' time. I think the Warriors are done. I think after this year, they're going to be they're going to hang it up. I mean, even though we have seen Steph Curry do pretty incredible things, I don't see happening again. Uh, once again, I, I don't see the Clippers. I think the Clippers is a failed experiment, and I think it's something that they got to move on from. I'll say this: LeBron James has done some inhuman things in his time in the NBA. He is the all-time league leader in points. A record a lot um, of people never thought would really be broken. Absolutely yeah. not. He carried. Yeah, people didn't think someone would sniff that record. He yep. carried a team of janitors to the finals in 2018 against the Warriors. He uh, he owns the city of Toronto, Lebronto, if you will. Um, oh. I think in one of his last seasons, I think LeBron James might be able to win the Western Conference. 
And I think the Lakers' depth is being somewhat I, underrated. I like, I actually think they have some pieces around LeBron and AD he stays now. healthy, if D'Lo plays consistently. That's a good You're point. He just won't. But, but, but they, I mean, do. they have Austin Reeves. They have Christian Wood, who I keep forgetting yeah. is on the Lakers. Do you remember? Like, they were in the Western forget. Conference Finals last year. Granted, the Nuggets rocked their rocked their shit because yeah. they, they weren't – nobody was beating that Nuggets team. Um, but I, I've seen some crazy things from LeBron James, and I think that's a definite sleeper I, team. I do have to say, I think every time that someone says the Warriors are done, like Steve Kerr has a little like fucking potion pot and like it just fuels it. And like every time someone says the Warriors are done, they just somehow get better. <laughs> yeah. uh, I agree with you. I, I don't see them doing it this year, but for whatever reason, they seem to find some way. To Steph just, Curry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's point. Point. And yeah. Andrew Wiggins, the man He's played, yeah, has been playing some right. really good ball you are right. recently. He's figured it out. Take. Yeah. Yes. Really, the era of like duos, you know, like, I feel like it was the big three era for a while. And now we're down to just like two superstars. You have Kyrie and Luca, you have Jokic and Jamal Murray, you have mm. Kawhi and PG, you have AD and LeBron. Like it's a lot of like two superstars on the same team now versus like the era of like, we're going to put three of them on the same team and see what happens. Um, I don't know if that's just the way you have to build your roster now. I don't know, but it's definitely yeah. shifted to like, we need two superstars and we can get this done. Yeah, and to talk a little bit bit more about the West, um, I, I I agree with Ryan in terms of I I think the Kings will be good. I don't think they will be a three seed again. I think that was kind of a a magical run there last season with lighting the beam and all. It was great. It was it was very fun. Um, I also think obviously with the loss of John Morant, the Grizzlies will not be a two seed even with Marcus Smart as a, as a great you know quote unquote backup point guard. I I don't see how the Grizzlies are a two seed again. I I have a feeling. That the Timberwolves are going to be awful this year, mm-hmm. and I I don't know. I just think Gobert is bad. I think Cat's going to have a bad season. I, Edwards, he's I think, he's is taking be a fun. step back. Cat has. Yeah, feel- last year he definitely took a step back. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like I feel like they're going to be bad. I feel like the the bottom four is mostly going to shake out the same way. Like it was it was the Jazz, the Blazers, the Rockets, and the Spurs. I don't. I mean, if Wemby is like say, unbelievable, I'm, like I'm very curious to see how the Blazers do this year. I know yeah. they just traded away Dame, but like I feel like they're building around this young roster, and like no, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But like, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how they play starting to build around Scoot because that's going to be He's their good. guy now, right? He's, He's a really, really good, good player. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see how the Trailblazers play this year. They're not they're a team I want to keep an eye on and kind of see how they start to put it together. And if, if the Spurs have... were 22 and 60, how many games does Wemby add to their win total? They get them to 30 wins. I mean, ah, uh, yeah. Probably. I think he can. Yeah, I mean, I go down that roster, and, and, and I might not know ball as much as the next person. Dude, I'm reading this, and I'm I, I'm not very familiar with these other starters. <laughs> I'm Great. sorry, I was not Ray familiar Jones, with your game. Yeah, exactly. Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Vassell, yeah, Keldon and Zach Johnson, yeah. Collins. I forgot. Just Jack not starting. a lot of just not a lot of household names this on that team list. Is terrible. Not, yeah. not a lot of guys that would be getting minutes on any other team. Dude, how did Popovich not retire after seeing this <laughs> this roster given to him you on the first Coach day? Wimby. That's literally the only <laughs> yeah, reason. No, it is 100. Uh, and obviously, we're talking about the Western Conference. We have to talk about the Dallas Mavericks, who Ugh. choked their playoff spot away last just year. Disgusting. Um, two of the most skilled players in the entire league between Kyrie Irving and, and Luka Doncic. Do they figure it out this year? Do they get a playoff spot this year? Yeah, you have to think they make it. <laughs> you have to. You, right? <laughs> you have to think. Yeah. Just on it's, pure talent alone. Yeah. Dude, if we can, can we just get a center? Just like any, oh. like anybody. Raise your hand. 
Like, do you want to <laughs> please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, if you'll go get so is, go so get is bored. Derek Lively starting at the five now. No, it's um. Is it what's Powell face? or Kleba? I think it's Powell. Which is like he's it's always meant. Fuck me, it's sideways, <laughs> dude. We just have zero rim protection. You guys yeah, can go yeah. get Dwight Howard from the Shanghai Sharks. Sure. <laughs> Anybody that's like over six eleven, I don't care. Put your put your ass on the floor. Hey, we got Seth Curry back though. I love Seth Curry. That's a great pickup. I love Seth Curry on the Mavs. He played up for us before and he was great. Um so yeah, Shout you, out you really Grant picked Williams. up you picked up the great value Curry. Seth Curry's is good. Go, I mean, he's he's not. You know, he's not. Go, Steph, comparing him to Steph, though, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, he's not a bad um, player, but like, it's hard. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with the West. I, this coming up year, we gave our uh, sleepers and our winners. So let's move on to the Eastern Conference. Um, as we've stated before, we're kind of a, a top-heavy conference, but ultimately some incredible talent yeah, on on the other side. Dog fight. Yeah, exactly. Um. So who wants to start out with their their winner slash sleeper picks? Robbie, I um, I can no, Ryan take that. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, give us your favorite. Mm. Right? There's only two favorites. There's only two teams that I feel like you can pick as your favorite, and that's either the Milwaukee Bucks or it's the Boston Celtics. A little disrespectful to Heat team that somehow keeps winning the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I, I don't. A little know bit disrespectful. I, I don't, you know, I they can keep proving me wrong. I, I don't know. What <laughs> what, I, what, I agree what, with what you. I'm just Butler's coffee, but he just him and Bam just keep fucking doing it. Um, a lot of talent on that Bucks team. They traded a lot to get Dame. I don't think they overpaid. Actually, I think it was a very fair price um, for the Bucks all in. Obviously, being able to keep Middleton and Giannis and Dame. I mean, those are three absolute fucking studs in that on that uh, team. Um, interested to see how they play together. Obviously, this is Dame's first time being on a team where he's not the most talented player on the team. And I'm really interested to see how, how they all gel. Um, I, I think the bucks are the best team in the East, but we'll see if the, we'll see if the regular season record reflects that and what the, what happens come playoffs. Do you think Giannis is more talented than Dame or is he just better physically than Dame? I, I, I don't think those are like mutually exclusive. I mean, you could be better physically and you're also just better because you're better physically. You right. said talented. I, I don't know. I just like the word. I don't know. I, I always view. I guess I feel like skill wise. But I, I think I think yeah, encompassing I like all skills. Yeah, Giannis is more true. skilled. If you're talking that's about fair. just pure yeah. scoring ability, especially in an right. isolation yeah, yeah, yeah. setting, absolutely, it's Dame. That's like, true. That's true. If you're talking about skill overall in basketball. It's it's yeah. I mean, yeah, Dame. Hey, Dame, Dame, Dame Dame's, a, Dame's the top five all time pure scorer in the NBA. I mean, I, I, that might be hot, but like he's well, I think it's a little hot. <laughs> But pure yeah, scorer, yeah. Pure one shooter? of the greatest, I mean, one of the greatest shooters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um, I, I think he's quite up there. I, I agree with Ryan. I, I don't know that like you could if you if you're the Bucks and you could have your pick of any other NBA player to come play with Giannis, you could pick someone better to play with Giannis than Damian Lillard. Steph Curry. Okay, I'll give you that. I, we also know that Steph Curry is not leaving the Warriors. I guess is my thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just like there's like they just their games are going to mesh so well, and you keep Middleton as that like glue guy that kind of holds the whole thing together, is reliable, is there when you need him. Um, 
I, th- I think people are overplaying how Kristaps Porzingis is going to be important to the Celtics. Maybe I'm disrespecting Dude, the defense, but like a bit. the fact that they no no the fact no you're not because the fact that they lost Robert Williams, who is one right. currently one of the best rim protectors in the NBA, and you you have Porzingis now who can't. They, really they play lost they defense. lost a ton of defense. They lost Grant Williams. Yeah. They lost. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Deep away. Who, <laughs> who was the heart and soul of that team? They picked up Drew Holiday to now run the one. Yes. Um, so that that one, two, three Holiday Brown Tatum is gross. But your paint is hurting. Your paint defense is. But yeah, who's, who's guarding Embiid? Like you? Okay, yeah, you pull, yeah, you pull yeah. the Sixers in a series. <laughs> who, who's guarding Embiid? I mean, honestly, no, no. Embiid's getting his fifty, and then yeah. the, that's about it. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I see a lot of people talking about like Porzingis going to the Celtics. Like, I just, I just, I just don't see it. Um, the Celtics can be good. They're gonna be fine. Of course. But I, I just don't see them beating the Bucks in a seven game series. I, I just don't see it. Who's guarding Giannis? You gonna put Tatum on Giannis? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to, <laughs> like, not to sound like a broken record, but I, but I do agree with these gentlemen, and I know I've uh, in the past vo- voiced my concern about uh, Dame on the Bucks, mostly from a defensive perspective, because the Bucks have always been very defense oriented. Um, and with Drew Holiday and obviously now Damian Lillard coming into the fold and him being one of the worst defenders, period, uh, in the NBA from like especially from a starting point guard position, it's a little concerning. But I mean, I, I was watching. I was actually watching some preseason and the Bucks were playing and Damian and Giannis both played in the first half, uh, and they were very much like looking to get each other shots. Like it wasn't necessarily like, oh this is this. There was no like this is my team kind of vibe. It was mostly like there was a specific play where Giannis like wasn't even looking to score. Like he was looking at Lillard the whole way to like try to get him the ball. So it looks like they've already kind of established that. Like there's a back and forth uh, rapport there. So obviously that's really good. I mean, Dame is is an elite shooter. As Ryan said, even though the, the top five scorer all time might be a little spicy, he, yeah. he is, I mean, un, undisputedly currently top five shooter in the NBA, top five scorer. Um, so I, I mean, I, I do say I could not have told you who the Bucks coach was until I like just looked it up. Really? Saying, like oh, remember the really. bud was gone. He got fired, but, yeah. Holy um, crap. It's, it's Adrian Griffin. Who uh, spent the last five seasons as an assistant with the Raptors? Don't think I could have told you that. I, I know the name, but I did. I didn't. I, I, I knew Bud was gone, but I could not have told you who their head coach was until yeah. I just googled it. So, yeah. So, uh, so not to be boring, but yeah, I'm picking the Bucks there because we do have to remember though. This is a Bucks team. Granted, dealt with a lot of injury. This is a Bucks team that uh, lost to the Miami Heat this past year. The eight seeded Miami Heat. I was gonna say. I mean, a Heat team that's now been in the finals two out of the Correct. last three years. <laughs> Correct. Like, they they went to the one finals. seed going in, and they were pretty banged up. I'm not. I'm not that worried about that because yeah. they got a big three. It's Bam, Jimmy, and uh, Spolstra. Uh, Tyler Hero. I like that. Yeah, he wasn't playing Bam. last year. No, not. I, uh, Connor, I, give us your sleeper. I, 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 just real quick, while we were talking about yeah. the Celtics, KP. Christoph Porzingis, Tingus Pingus, all the different names Tingus you got Pingus. for him. Um, his last year, there's the most points he's scored, his most points per game, his second most games he's played in in his career. He played 65. Um, his technically, he played on the Wizards and he was yeah. the number one option, right? He, he stayed had a great year though. last year. Yeah. I... So the Celtics are paying for him to do what he did last year. Can he replicate it? We'll see. I mean, he, yeah. he has not. He has not played. He's he's not going to be the number one option. He's going to be no. He's going to be third. Four? Drew Holiday over him, not scoring. Yeah, no, I would I would take I would take Porzingis over Drew Holiday for me. sure. But I, I I could still see Drew Holiday possibly putting up more shots just he has the ball in his hand. Potentially, yeah. But Porzingis, that's like he doesn't play defense because he plays right. offense. 
<laughs> that's just what my, my guys adopted the LeBron James strategy at age what twenty eight. Yeah, yeah exactly. LeBron's thirty eight. He sits out on the three point line at seven foot three. Like that's just a mismatch nightmare. Yeah. Um. So Robbie has has requested that I make my sleeper pick. I I feel like the West is much better to pick sleeper wise Agreed. than the East because they're like three teams in the East that are really good, and then I'm like I I hate the rest of them. Um. To talk about, about some Hornets, of the, though. yeah, I know. To talk about some of the other ones, like the Celtics, I so fucking bad. <laughs> it's, it's just gonna be all. What's the Hornets or the Panthers? Yikes! It's a t- <laughs> That's hey, thank God hockey's back. You know what I'm saying? Go <laughs> Hurricanes, baby. <laughs> Hurricanes are the favorites, I think, right now to win the NHL betting wise. No. God, I didn't even think about that. You, you're a Hornets and a Panthers fan. Uh, so I, I'm very loosely a Hornets fan. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't particularly I care, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, to talk about some of the teams here, I mean, they, we just discussed the Celtics a little bit. Obviously, we're all kind of worried about Porzingis' involvement and in, in his participation in, in that team. The Sixers, obviously a lot of issues with James Harden now in the offseason, and he doesn't want to be there. What, and, what do you and, say about Daryl Morey? He's a, I get, he called, you know, like, it's just like insulting him. Like yeah, it was just like exactly the entire time. So I don't I don't really see that that being uh, a road to success by any means. Uh, I think a lot of people think that the Cleveland Cavaliers are probably one of the biggest leaders of this year, granted how good they were last year. And Donovan Mitchell was on another planet last year for a while there. I mean, people forget he had a 70-point game last year. Like he yep. went, he went absolutely ballistic last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one that nobody's gonna agree with, and, and probably isn't gonna come true. But, but it's a little fun because you know it's, it's something different. It's not boring. Here we go. Demar Derozan is gonna have the best season of his career in Damn. this upcoming year. That is a take after he's had some pretty good seasons last couple of years. And the Chicago Bulls are gonna be a top four seed in the East this year. Uh, I know Lonzo Ball is out, and I'm well aware, but I think Levine's going to take a little step up. I think DeMar's going to continue his his hot run and uh, even maybe elevate it a little bit. Um, so, you know what? Just just for fun, just for something different here, we're going to go to uh, the Chicago Bulls for a top four spot in the East that's coming up here. Alex Caruso, all-star He's game fine. nod. Thoughts? <laughs> okay. I'm here for it. I, you won't hear me say no. Um. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at two two young teams that I think might might have a chance to make the play in this year. Mm. Um, take take that next step. Um, yeah. The Pistons, the Magic. Man, I just they have, there's a lot of young talent. I like the Magic, but I like the Pistons. Paolo Bancaro was, yeah. I mean, granted because the Magic were so bad, but he was yeah. good last year. He just got overlooked because the team was yeah. awful. Um, <laughs> the rest of the yeah. team was awful. Uh, We'll just, we'll just throw a take out there. They'll learn to magic make the plan. How I'm okay that? with that. I have no issues yeah. with that take. I, I, I that's going to be my sleeper team because you're right. I don't really fucking like anyone in the East. Yeah, the, the Bucks East and the Celtics. Is, yeah. It's it's bad. Uh, the, the Nets somehow made the playoffs last year. I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the play-in this year. Um, Yeah. How about Dude, the magic in the play-in game? Paolo averaged 27-4. Yeah, my guy was cooking. And, he got, and like nobody talked about it. Like, what? Yeah. Like I don't understand how he did not get talked about that much last year. Yeah, God, why is Marco Fultz on my screen right now? Because of him. Ryan, we got the That was crazy. That what, dude? Oh, did you know? Did you guys know Ben Simmons is back? No, he's not. 
<laughs> he he isn't. never. He was. He, was he made one behind the back pass the other day. Everyone <laughs> was freaking out, like, "Oh, yeah, Twitter, Twitter is back. fucking blew up." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh god, oh, they, got, they got Cole Anthony too on the Magic. They got Wendell no, Carter Cole. Jr. They got no. They got some. Joe Ingles is there now. Mac yeah. McClung. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fun team. I'm there. Mac McClung's <laughs> on the team. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm with the Orlando hype. I'll be with the the Magic. Jalen, we forgot about Jalen Suggs too. Suggs. Yeah, I like Paolo. Go ahead, right. I can't believe I'm going to say this, and I'm going to oh, catch no. so much fucking hate for this. Oh, no. Oh, God. But I cannot imagine that Mixed. the core of this team doesn't take a step up from last year. Okay. And that's the Atlanta Hawks. Dude, they were terrible. They, they really performed to the max after acquiring DeJounte. <laughs> Trey had his worst season he was, he he was, was close. Yeah, he was better his rookie year and clint capella just kind of fucking disappeared so yeah. they they were a seventh seed i think a lot of people expected them to be in this like top six they didn't definitely didn't expect the nets or the knicks to be better than the hawks i i, I have to imagine the team either takes a step up or the hawks are firing somebody into the sun i mean it, i that, that that's my take. I think the Hawks. And I think they take a step up. I think they're a top five seed in the East this year. What do you, what do you do if you're the Hawks and like you're bad again this year? Like, I don't know. You're not getting rid of Dejounte or Trey Blake. What, what do you what do you do? Like, how long's the manager been there? Yeah, fire him into the sun. I don't know. Who <laughs> is their Who is their coach? I don't even know who it is. Um, I said manager. Yeah, it's like a fucking yes, adult. <laughs> Quinn uh, Snyder. Oh yeah, Quinn Snyder. That's my, right. My boy Quinn. Like, I'm looking at Dan fucking Trey Young to be just mid the, the, $40 million ESPN, dollars a year. ESPN projected the Hornets to win 38 games this year. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I want I want some of that hopium right there. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I and will say. Miller, question mark. That question had, mark? had them above the Bulls, the Magic. Bulls and the Magic were the two There's teams right behind There's no them. way the Hornets they, are better than the wild. Bulls. They, they yeah, the Bulls wild. projected 36 wins and the Magic at 35. And then right above those, not Pacers, that good. The, the, <laughs> the Pacers and the Nets um, at thirty nine wins. What the? I mean, Tyrese Halliburton, but like, what, I, uh, we can keep going. I got to see what the DraftKings futures are on some of these teams. Like, yeah, the total wins. Um, I was just gonna say that I was looking. At, so I was looking at Trey Young's uh, postseason stats. So he played in six games, and he averaged he averaged twenty nine points a game, but on forty percent shooting, which he yep. was just chucking crap up like that. That's pretty. For for someone who's supposed to be like an elite point guard, like forty percent, that's that's not good. That's pretty elite bad. Point guard was, or not uh, not elite top ten, top ten, yeah, yeah top ten. Um, yeah. So I mean, whenever he, whenever he was winning that series against the the Knicks, when they ever had that, he would have he was a top ten point guard in the NBA during that series. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. Now, so obviously with the Hawks, John Collins is now on the Jazz, which is oh, obviously right. kind of a, a bigger loss for them. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some interesting trades in this past season. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. DraftKings uh, says the Hornets at 31 and a half. Oh, wins. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> see, Bridges, <laughs> see, Bridges is in trouble again. Yep. Yeah. He apparently violated his restraining order. Of course he did. Why is he still on the team? Why Why is he still on the team? The Bulls are 37 and a half wins. You want some of that over action? Should we go in on that? <laughs> you want some of that over? I'm all right. I, I'm all right with the forty. Yeah, dude, the fucking Hornets are just so dysfunctional. 
if, if I put five bucks on my, the Bulls, Michael Jordan's not the owner anymore, though. Yeah, so. true. This is true. It's, it's still whiplash from him. Thank God the they didn't let David Tepper buy that team, too. Jesus Christ, I'd have a stroke. I had to watch <laughs> David Tepper run another Carolina team to the ground. What if um, what if Matt Rule came back as an NBA coach for the Charlotte Hornets? That'd go hard. <laughs> yeah, you, hey, like hey, you know, one possession games in basketball. It's, uh, <laughs> you could win some of those, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of the NBA, I think that was pretty much it. Unless you guys had any other teams that you wanted to cover, I mean, some of the ones that are more interesting here. Obviously, the Raptors losing Fred VanVleet are going to be in a kind of a, a holding pattern with Siakam. I don't really know what you do if you're the Raptors because you're like in a you weird trade spot. Trade away Siakam and just get a yeah. fucking pick, right? Like a- yeah, just as many as you can. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I guess they have uh, Scotty Barnes too. Yeah, he's a good know. young talent. Like he's yeah. probably one of the top five in his age class dude what do the what do the pistons do like you've had 17 continue number suck. one overall picks and you can't do anything they're, they're just <laughs> they're, they're just busy breaking kate cunningham like they're just busy <laughs> yeah. like breaking that man down yeah exactly correct yeah um and then the rockets obviously have kind of are kind suck. of in a weird spot too yeah I, I don't know some teams are in some weird spots here in the nba but it'll be it'll be fun to watch um i think the timberwolves are gonna suck but yeah i think that the Nets are also a team of role players. Yeah, I don't like, get it. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Roy, he's not a team of role you. players. Yeah, How dare you. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of the NBA, I, I think that is pretty much it. And that's what we're going to end on today. Um, who wants to sign us out? I'll, I'll sign us off. Uh, for myself, Ryan, and Connor, uh, thanks for listening. Are, are we going to do it next week, Connor? Are we going to do it? Yes. Next oh, Tuesday, a week from us recording this, it'll probably be about four days after you are listening to this podcast because I know you listen to it right when it comes out. Um, we will be having a live event, another live trivia event. Connor, is that is yeah. that the plan? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe follow it up with maybe a little gaming afterwards if we're still online and feeling. Oh shit! Um, live stream, Bros in the Berg uh, on YouTube. It'll be our celebration of 100 subs that we've been at for a long time now, but we're finally going to celebrate that. 143 subs now. Celebrate all of our great fans. Um, So tune in next Tuesday. Set a calendar reminder. We'll be posting on social media to remind you. There will be uh, two special guests, too, to be on that show to compete against you guys. As a reminder, Ryan is the current defending champian. That's right. The, uh, I, Ryan and I each have one belt right now, right? This is true. Ryan has, uh, is defending it, though. So uh, mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. thinking... I think that it, obviously the first one that we did was um, kind of a combination of sports, and the second one was an NBA edition. I'm kind of leaning towards a college football edition. For yes, this, this Tuesday. Oh, you are gonna get fucking smoked. Holy shit! Well, it's Great. not finalized, but that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Can can we do yeah, the stadiums one again? <laughs> that so one, go, no. we're go never go doing that round again. again. <laughs> again. <laughs> never doing that round again <laughs> um anyways tune in for that uh but thank you again for listening uh go subscribe on every every social media that's out there and please gamble responsibly bye-bye uh-huh.